Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I can't keep on losing you over complications. Gone too soon. <laughs> Wait, you. we was just hanging. I can't seem to hold on to. Dang. <laughs> the people that know me best. The key that I won't forget. Too soon. I can't keep on losing. Can't keep losing you. Can't keep losing you. I am off of so much pre-workout. Okay, so I actually recorded a clip before I'm recording this one. So whatever whatever is in that clip that I think is useful, we can throw it in right here. Just keep in mind, I was having a bad day. Because I had a bad day. I took one down. I really don't know the lyrics like that, so I'm not even going to try. So I was having a bad day. So we're just, roll it, roll the clip. Bro, I don't even want to know. Just roll it. Just roll it. Oh, wait. Before we roll that clip... Welcome back to the Distract Me Please podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Silva, and today I am here by myself to just talk to y'all. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm just trying to get an episode up and out. It is Saturday, 5, 10 p.m. I don't even know if I have a midterm that's actually supposed to be due soon. If I do, that's a problem. I actually should stop and check that first. Ladies and gentlemen, Everything your favorite bitch turned the whole world into a savage middle. Finging all of my pictures just to remind y'all I ain't happening. There are some days that I can hop on this podcast and I can knock a podcast episode out in an hour. No questions asked, no problems asked, like everything goes great. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to be a great podcast episode. And there are days like today where I don't feel my hottest, where I just kind of feel like bummy, run down, sad, like can barely make it through the day without crying a few times. And I'm just like, oh my God, now I have the podcast. Like, it sucks because I only want to podcast when I feel good, when I feel great, because I'm like, it's a hobby. Like, I'm trying to make sure I enjoy it first. But then at the same time, I'm like, ugh, but I really want to try to, like, you know, build this podcast up, turn it into something that I can be proud of, hopefully a career. Turn the beat around. around. You love to hear my podcast. podcast. Please hit that follow. Please. Then hit subscribe. Subscribe. Leave a review. You know you want to. Please. But you know, you never really know. Listen, all I'm saying is influencers are always like, this is the way that I did it. Like, this is all you got. And straight up, that is all you got. There's no secret. We don't learn the algorithm. We don't get like these random like (laughs) tidbits and tricks or whatnot. It really does kind of happen. And I really wish, I really wish there was a strategy to this entire social media thing. If you can like choose shortcuts and run up the ranks, but no babes, you really just got to post content and hope the world likes you. And sometimes it gets depressing. Sometimes it gets sad. And right now I'm sad. So it's like, it's really hard to be sad than to work on this and already be like, I already don't feel the best about my podcast, babes. Why am I even on here talking? First of all, the first thing I'm sad about, I hate to admit it. I hate to admit it. It's a boy. It's a boy. Oh, gasp. Ew, we hate talking feelings on here because babes, we don't worry about these men. We don't let these men stress us. Like, girl, what? Babes, no. Even at my aunt's birthday party, there was a lady who was turning 65 years old. It was in the club, right? Everyone's drunk in the 
<laughs> everyone's drunk in the bathroom club and so like this lady turns around she's like okay i'm telling everyone this tonight i'm making sure to tell everyone this tonight it's my birthday we're like oh congratulations yada 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 i'm thinking this lady's turning 40 because she definitely looks mature and grown but she didn't look old you know like i'm definitely like okay it's definitely a big birthday but she she's still in her young years you know she's still young and hip she had the most beautiful bright vibe vi oh my gosh i would like to know english she had the most beautiful bright vibrant blue hair and i was like oh she's gorgeous she's pretty her skin mwah, flawless right so she was like, how old do y'all think I am? And I'll, we're all just like, I don't know. And then like the other girls in the restroom just start throwing out random numbers. They're like 35, 40. I was like, yeah, I'm thinking long 40, 40, right? The like oldest 40. She goes, it's my 65th birthday. When I tell you the entire bathroom gasped at the same time, we just went, <gasps> at all of us, what's your secret? What's your secret? What's the secret? Like we're all trying to look for some clues from this lady because we were like how you look this good and so she was like i'm not as young and hip as y'all you know i don't have that much i have a lot more years on my life than you guys do just so sweet so sweet and she was like listen the one secret i have is enjoy the men but don't let them stress you and i said oh. felt that but let me tell you ma'am i have let you down i have let the city girls down i am letting a boy stress me and it's not even that big of a deal like it's truly not like i oh it's not even <laughs> like it's really not it's just like i wish something was going one way but it's going the other and i'm just like this is so depressing and sadly here is my future self to explain how truly depressing the situation is my love life is in shambles great news shawty got them apple bottom jeans she don't got any assignments to do with the fur with the the whole club was looking at her. Hey, I hit the flow. Next thing you know, Shorty got low, 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 low. Break it down now. I need to stop. Hey, I need to stop. Hey, I need to stop. Hey, 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 hey. Whoop. Anyways, but basically, I do not have any assignments due today. Thank God, midterms do next saturday oh i'm definitely lighting some incense i smell like a bath and body works store right now because i covered myself in the bath and body works perfume my favorite one because it has glitter in it and i'm a glitter girly and my problem is i actually think i have too much glitter on me which is weird coming from me because i am the number one person to say there's no such thing as too much glitter so let me update y'all but basically i had to friend zone myself with my favorite man so whatever because he going through a lot a lot a lot and so I was like, day. So I had to make the mature decision to friend zone myself. But I was like, it's okay, you know? Because even though I'm in the friend zone, <laughs> even though I'm in the friend zone, you know, there's other people that I can go after. So you know what I did? I was like, the next time I see neighbor boy, <gasps> I've never talked about neighbor boy on this podcast, babes. Oh my God. So basically neighbor boy is a boy that lives four doors down from me. He is so fine. He's scrumdily umptious. Every time I saw him walking around the complex, I was like, mm, I'm going to make you mine. Um, fast forward, found his Twitter because like it popped up on my Twitter feed of like people we recommend you should follow. And if you watch Social Dilemma, you realize like people in your vicinity, they just like recommend them. They just recommend you their pages and whatnot. And so my thing is, there. oh, but you know what? I also got recommended another girl's uh, Twitter account who also lives here so yeah they were 
like Twitter just recognized like, oh, you're in their vicinity a lot. I guess we like a lot of the same things on Twitter and whatnot. So they just like recommended this person's, these people's pages. And so I went through his page, found out he had a girlfriend, went through the girlfriend's page, was like, yep, they're definitely dating. So I left it be. I was like, he got a girlfriend, but not for long. I low-key manifested it. I didn't do anything because babes, I am not a home wrecker. I'm an apartment shaker. So I sent bad vibes to break them up. Um, <laughs> Like, I absolutely did nothing. I completely did nothing. Um, they broke up, confirmed on both Twitter profiles that they were broken up. And I was like, it's time to start making moves, y'all. I was hopping in every Twitter space that I saw this man was in. One of them, he was a speaker. So I requested to be a speaker. I started speaking. Y'all, we weren't really conversated. It was like a group of us. It was actually low-key kind of fun. But I was definitely there for him. I was low-key being a pick-me. No, I wasn't. I was not being a pick-me. I was just trying to get my attention. Okay, I was trying to bring, I was trying to make him know me anyways so we pass each other all the time at the parking garage and every time i'd be smiling and waving because i'm like he gonna notice me right he gonna notice me then after a period of time i stopped seeing him in the parking garage for like a month i stopped passing him in the hallway we're literally four doors down we pass each other all the freaking time and so i was like fuck so i took an index card i wrote my name and number and was like hey see you in the parking garage all the time think you're cute text me put my number on it dash brianna right left it on his car and then i was like that was really creepy that was the creepiest thing i could have possibly done because if someone would have done that to me i completely would have been like i got a stalker i got a stalker i would have been like i'm trying to move out this is not safe for me here i realized it was creepy but i was hoping i was hoping he would jump out on that limb and just text me and be like yo who the fuck did you leave it on the right car and then I could send him a picture like, yeah, hey, pass you all the time. Mwah, you can be my zaddy or whatever. Um, he doesn't want to get murked, so he did not text, call, or even take any interest in me. And I was like, mm, okay, cool. Also, keep in mind, I could have 100% shot my shot through his Twitter, but at this moment, I had already deleted my Twitter account. And I was not hopping back on. I already, like, you know, I was like, I'm going to make a new Twitter account. <gasps> Y'all think I should, like, try to find his Twitter that is so creepy though because then he's gonna realize my name is brianna he's gonna put two and two together like we gonna still try to find him <laughs> let's see can i find him mm. sounding like a goddamn mosquito oh i can't find him it's okay though it's okay i forgot his twitter name i have no idea what his twitter name is like girl would not know is this him this is not him this is not him at all. Yeah, no. I forgot what I was saying. I was too busy trying to look for his Twitter. Um, what was I saying? So yeah, so that's why I like did it on his car and not through Twitter. And then I was like, oh, I could leave it on his door. But then I'm like, that's even weirder because it's like someone knows where I live. And not also that, he has a roommate. <laughs> and like i just feel like it would be very racist if racist if i was like i'm talking about the black boy who lives in here and not the white boy like then that's just creepy and racist right so <laughs> so i was like okay i can't do that so i left it on the car you know whatever um literally two days ago y'all okay no so three days ago i was walking in the parking garage after saying goodbye to karen my love my one and only my dash is not my one and only i have so many other people's in my life that i know are definitely going to be offended for saying cameras my one and only ride or die they're literally gonna be like bitch she's one of my one and only's and ride or dies love that girl Mwah. so i was like bye cammy love you keys keys see you when i see you girl i'm probably gonna see you soon or whatever i'm walking off and i just like hear this car and i see the headlights coming around the corner and i'm like what the hell is that it's a car I turn around i'm like okay it's a car i keep walking my nosy ass look inside the car as soon as it passes me as i'm walking it's neighbor boy he smiles and waves at me i was like ah. 
dying inside, right? I'm screaming. I'm scrumming. The scream I scrumped. <sighs> I elevated. I was like, that was basically a proposal. He proposed to me. Y'all, I need to start creating wedding invitations. I got to get this wedding on a roll. I'm, I wanted to shoot my shot, but it took him a while to get out the car. And I'm like, already I left the note with my name and number on his car. And he like did not see the person who left it. And then on top of that, if I just stand there by the door to enter the complex waiting for him to get out of his car he's gonna be like this girl's a creep i gotta like run so i was like i can't wait for him to get out the car if he was already getting out the car i would have turned around and be like yo are you single do you want a girl but you know i couldn't do that i could not do that so i just like went inside and i texted cameron i was like it was never boy he's not a waved at me oh my god oh my god oh my god my heart skipped a beat da, 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 da. Literally the day after that, I'm walking to the parking garage, just like, ooh, I hope I see neighbor boy, you know, skipping, you know, skip to the loop, my darling skipping. Why the fuck I open the door to enter the parking garage and almost went headfirst into his girlfriend? I was like, oh, so they're back together. Okay, cool. She was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I was like, no, girl, you're good. You're good. Because we, you know, like we're on opposite sides of the door. We didn't see each other. Like I pushed open. She was pulling open and boom, you know, we almost ran into each other. So I was like, frick, that was the girlfriend. And I'm so sad because she was walking in with a backpack. I was like, that's definitely an overnight bag. They are back together. So now I'm like, <sighs> first, I forced myself to, I chose to be in the friend zone with my favorite mans now neighbor boy back with his girlfriend then there's another person that i'm crushing on in this apartment complex find out that they have a boyfriend i was like it, it just doesn't end for me does it it doesn't end like y'all when ariana grande said break up with your girlfriend i'm bored she meant that and i'm gonna need all y'all to break up with y'all's people because what because what <laughs> It just doesn't end for me. So now there's another really cute boy at this smoke shop down the street from my house. And I'm like, hopefully he doesn't have a girlfriend. But I walked in there with Cameron and I was like, we were giggling and kiki key. And she's like, bitch, don't you dare go around throwing around that word. Da, 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 da. And he was like, what are y'all talking about? I was like, oh, I called her my girlfriend outside. And he was like, oh, oh, you know, I, I don't be defining relationships. I was like, toxic, toxic with the taste of your lips. I'm on a rush. You're toxic, but I do not want to slip under <clears throat> did not want to slip under but I'm like maybe he was just saying that to say that does he really have a girlfriend is he really that toxic is he the man who does not want to define things blah, blah, blah. we don't know okay some more to come at this point I'm just monetizing my love life because like I kind of want to have fun with it why not we'll share it on the podcast and that's my thing here's the only thing I love airing out my relationship drama on my podcast because I'm like ah so one place I get to come and talk about it freely because I mean let's be honest all of us love to listen to people talk about their relationship drama it's so entertaining right my <laughs> my problem is I feel like my podcast is the definition of who I am like if you want to get a better understanding of who I am you listen to my podcast it is my sense of humor everything that I love everything I hate I talk about it all here so anytime people are like, oh, what do you do for fun? I'm like, I podcast. And they're like, oh, what's the name of your podcast? I send them the name of my podcast. And then they go listen to it instantly. And I'm like, why are you just meeting me and wanting to already listen to my podcast? Babes, my podcast episodes be so goddamn long. And y'all are listening to them. Like, I would think, like, y'all will see the time and be like, mm, I'm not listening to that. But they listen all the way through. And some of them continue to listen to my podcast. So I'm like, at this point, my dating love life is literally just me getting more listeners for my podcast at this point I give up 
Like I give up. And also I am so sick and tired of dating apps because uh-uh like people I just feel like dating apps are just people trying to get more followers on social media because that's all it is the second we get off the the second it's like oh I love talking to you like what's your number what's your snap what's your social media so we can talk more and get off of this app because like usually I'm barely on dating apps like that like I don't check in every single day I don't check in like that like babes I'll say hi hello March 1st <laughs> March 1st, 2021, <laughs> February 1st, 2022 is when I open the dating app again to respond to your message. Like I don't use them like that, you know? So it just ends up being a way for me to continuously gain followers on social media platforms. And so I'm just like, I need to go out there in the public. So I can't let my excuse be, ooh, I was looking bummy today, so I didn't shoot my shot at this cute person. I'm like, no, we got to start shooting more shots, okay? Single is now boring, okay? And I realize, I feel like I've been playing it too cool, you know? I feel like I've been playing it way too cool with the whole, I don't mind being single, because I genuinely don't. I don't mind being single. I spent a lot of time being single. I like focusing on myself. I'm a little selfish. I like my time. I don't want to focus on anyone else's stuff. You know, like, I don't, I don't want to do it. <laughs> it sounds so messed up. But, like, I don't. I'm just like, I actually don't mind being single, but in saying that and letting people know, like, mm, I don't really care, like, wherever this goes, I'm here for a good time, not a long time, blah, 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 blah. I feel like I just keep attracting people who don't want relationships, who are literally like, I'm emotionally unavailable, I'm trying to elevate myself, like, I don't need a relationship, but you're such a cool girl that we can keep this casual and cordial, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine, but, like, when I've done that, like, the past 20 times, like, the past 20 people, after some time, it's like babes I'm doing something wrong you know so I feel like I was reading 101 essays that would change the way you think and she started talking about like reasons why you might still be single and I was like oh, bitch here we go and I was like reading through them and I'm like no like genuinely I I feel like I'm pretty good in these areas like I'm not perfect nobody's perfect but like not bad enough to the point that's holding me back at being single and then she was like you're playing it too cool at being single and I was like oh! <laughs> babes there there it is there it is there it is I am I feel like I really do play it too cool and I always come off as like the cool girl who doesn't care you could have a friendship we could be whatever because I'm like is that genuinely how I am yes because I never want to go in thinking like you're going to be the next person you're going to be the person that I date you're going to be the love of my life and we're going to get married because I'm like probably not straight up probably not you're probably gonna be crap like I'm probably gonna hate you you're gonna turn toxic like you know like I just have such a negative mindset when it comes to dating so then I'm just like, I don't care where this goes. But I feel like I do I do that so hardcore that it is the reason why I'm still single. And I'm just like, ooh, maybe we should start scaring away the people who are like emotionally unavailable and be like, no, I want, to run a re I want a relationship. I want us to be married by next week. Come with it or get lost. Like, you got to get with it to get lost. You know? So I think we're... I think we want to start scaring people and like I don't care if people are like she's crazy all she cares about relationships she can't be alone or whatever I'm like yeah and I can't I sure can't I sure can't I hate being alone I have a fear of being alone like <laughs> we'll play into it the ones that get it get it and the ones that don't don't and I really don't give a fuck you know <laughs> so that was my dating life anything else that's been happening in life um I took a Spanish midterm and y'all, I, I felt bilingual when I was sitting down. I was like, I have really been learning Spanish. 
really been learning Spanish. Like I'm listening to Spanish conversations and I'm understanding a little bit of what they're saying. Like my roommate was helping me like, cause there's a part and it, well, the syllabus says there's an oral speaking part where I have to have a two to five minute conversation with my professor completely in Spanish. And I was like, that's the part that I'm like most afraid of because like I can understand you and I can respond in English, but responding in Spanish is what my downfall is going to be. And like reading something, I've been creating a sentence from reading something in Spanish. I can kind of do, I can kind of piece it together. But using my own brain, my own logic, without seeing it in front of me and taking my time to write it down in front of me, that's going to be an issue. So she was, you know, helping me, talking me through. And I was like, oh, okay, you know what? I think I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty good. Y'all tell me why I get to this exam and it's all free response, no multiple choice. I was like, oh, never mind. I really thought the exam was going to be more like our Duolingo, Duolingo homework or like a regular mind tap homework. And there's a lot of multiple choice. It's basically like, you know, asking you things like asking you to read a paragraph, asking you questions about the paragraph, and then like you pick the best answer choice. I thought it was going to be a lot of that. And I, I really ain't, ex I was like, if there's any like free response, like, I honestly didn't expect any free response on this exam. And then it was all free response. And in fact, there's only two sections that was multiple choice and both sections only had five questions. So they were worth the least amount of points on the entire exam. So I might have the cute job Spanish. We gonna see what it do. We, we just go cry about it or whatever. I am so sorry that my watch is going off in the background. Hold on. Let me put my phone on. Do not disturb. Okay, there we go. Um, my hoes are blowing me up. No, they're not. Oh, I'm definitely going to want to knit after I finish recording this. I have to edit this podcast. I also need to eat because I've only had breakfast today. But I mean, I did have breakfast at noon, <laughs> closer to 1 p.m. But it is now like 5.30 p.m. It is roughly time for me to eat again. Um, What else, girlies? Like, that's honestly all my life has been. It's literally been podcasting, school, and dating. Because I'm like, I'm like there I just took so much of an isolation period where I genuinely stopped dating deleted all dating apps stopped shooting my shot at people in public I was like I need to heal like I genuinely needed time to heal because at that period in my life I just kept dealing with the super manipula manipulative toxic people and it was actually like ruining my peace ruining my mental health because it started making me feel like I was a problem because they like to blame me for everything like I would literally be like um could you stop treating me like crap like you keep saying that you want to make me your girlfriend but you genuinely only talk to me once a month like I'm not gonna put up with that so like you either step up or I'm leaving and they're like oh my god you're always asking for so much you always want so much out of me like bro I'm trying my hardest and like you don't recognize that and I'm like what the hell is happening here like am I really asking for too much and it literally happened so many times that I was like babes am I really the problem am I really asking for too much and so like, it just created so many like it, it was bad it was really really bad so I was like I need to take a step back because I'm realizing that I'm listening to people who actually don't want me and are like trying to like play me and manipulate me to get what they want out of me and I've just been dealing with it so long for so many people that I started to believe them. So I was like, Ooh, like, this is bad. And I'm just happy that there was a part of me that just knew. Let me explain how it got so bad. So like the first few people that tried to mess with me, I cut them off so quickly. But then like 
the neck like after i would say roughly like the first two or three people who did that by like the fourth person i was like okay like this is the first person like this is the fourth person coming to me with that energy so i put up with it a little bit longer because i was like okay the first few i cut off very quickly let's try something different i'm tired of the same ending and then it just like kept happening and happening and happening to the point where like i built up a tolerance and so i stopped cutting them off as quickly because i was just like oh well everyone's doing it like I'm the odd one out. Um, so it literally happened so much that I thought it was normal. And that's where we got to the point where I was like, oh, skirt, skirt. Babes, you starting to look like boo-boo the fool a little bit. Let's back it up. Let's rewind. That just freaking knew that I didn't need to go through that. So I was like, we taking some steps back. Um, I want to get a tattoo soon so badly. Like, I am itching for another tattoo. Oh, update on my face for any. <laughs> That is such a weird sentence. For anyone who's been keeping up with the podcast, my face has been breaking out so badly and finally it's clearing up. And I'm just so grateful because before I literally had a beard of nothing but pimples and they were bad. Like when I say bad, I mean bad. Like on a scale of one to 10, I would rate it a nine because oh it was so bad even my cousin was like brianna your face never used to look like this what the fuck happened and i was like it's a combination of stress breakouts hormonal breakouts because like my period like every time my period came I, every time my period comes i break i get a hormonal acne and you know i break out but it usually resolves the second it resolves itself the second i get my period but for some reason because of the stress acne sleep like all kinds of acne on my face my hormonal acne was not going away once my period started and so i just kept getting more and more horm hormonal acne every single month on top of the already bad breakouts that i was getting on my face it was so freaking bad and it was like every time i you know got them to not be so red and bright and pussy from like pimple patches spot treatments washing my face moisturizing face mask and all this then like a new set would pop up on my face that would be worse than the last one like I literally don't know what to do like I was washing my pillowcase like oh it's the way I did everything and like nothing was working but finally my skin is clearing up still not like a hundred percent happy about it because I know they're gonna turn into some really bad dark marks because sometimes I felt like the only thing this is so bad to say no I'm <laughs> I would mess with them okay I would mess with them I would pick out my face and I'm like it's not even like they're going away anyway so maybe if I that's how down bad I was I literally got to a point where I was so good at not touching my face not popping any pimple like nothing love nothing because I was like my skin can resolve itself it wasn't resolving itself and so I started putting my hands in my face and I was like that's my true downfall that was my true downfall but now it's finally like clearing up it's still because I saw what my face looked like clear and like genuinely I got clear skin for two years and I really thought like Ugh, I'm never gonna have another breakout because I've been so good with taking care of my skin I played myself so hard I played myself so hard and you know the part that pissed me the fuck off was that I I am so good at doing my skincare routine it doesn't matter how messed up I am I could come from the club about to black out drunk and I will always take time to take facial cleanser skin cleanser and wash my makeup off my face put moisturizer put on my spot treatments for any random breakouts that I have and go to sleep like I I mean that's how down to the t i got it like it is muscle memory when my friends are falling asleep in their makeup i am the only one waking up because i'm like babes leave the makeup on my face is gonna make me break out my skin is so sensitive and so that's how good i got my skincare routine down 
and then on top of that i started drinking more water because i got a bigger water bottle because my last water bottle broke so i had to get a new water bottle and so my last water bottle was 16 ounces this one's 32 ounces and so when i tell you i started drinking so much water like my water intake just increased because i had more water next to me at all times so i started drinking more water and that's when my breakout got the worst. I was like, I thought people said to get clear skin, you got to drink water. Like, I am drinking the most amount of water I ever have, like, in years. Like, the last time I drank this much water was when I was on drill team. And I was literally chugging through my half-gallon um, water jug. Because, like, just through practice, we were doing so much. Like, I couldn't stop drinking water. So I would, like, chug through it, right? To the point where I was like, okay, I need to start incorporating Gatorade in my rehydration before I continue to wash out my electrolytes like that's how much water I was drinking and then after I got off a drill team I just wasn't (laughs) I just wasn't drinking that much water so I was like I feel like I'm almost back to that level and now my skin wants to go crazy I was so pissed but oh my god should I explain what philosophy is okay so the whole plan of this podcast episode was I'm a philosophy major if you don't know And anytime I tell people I'm a philosophy major, I just see confusion wash over their face because they're like, what do you do? (laughs) What do you plan on doing? What job are you going to get? What are you doing with that? And my thing is, when I had first changed my major, because I went from animal science because I wanted to go to, like every time I was like, oh, I'm an animal science major. They're like, vet school. And I was like, yeah. And (laughs) hell no, I always do. There's always something at the back of my mind that was like, hell no. But every time I say philosophy, it's just straight confusion. My thing is, I don't mind if you ask me, if you're like, girl, what are you going to do, girl? Because I don't know either, okay? Listen, we did this because there was genuinely not, no other major that I was interested in except for philosophy. Like, I love animals, but all I loved were the labs that I got to go play with horses and cows and sheep and goats and all of that. Um, I didn't actually like the material. Philosophy, I actually enjoy all my classes. Like, I'm actually excited to go to class, which is so new for me. Because, like, for my past college experience, I hated going to class. Maybe to prep, girl, it was a whole other thing, and we could talk about that another day. But some people just ask me so rudely. Or they don't even ask. They're just like, oh, what's your major? I'm like, philosophy. And they're just like, you're better off being a doctor. You should be a doctor. What are you going to do? For, like, and I'm like, when you're rude to me like that, I, I tune out, I zone out, and it makes me want to cuss you out because it genuinely pisses me off. Like, just because you don't know what you're going to do. I mean, babes, I don't even know what I'm going to do with it either. But that doesn't mean like, oh, you should be a doctor because, girl, if everyone was a doctor, if everyone was an engineer, guess what? That would not be a high paying job anymore. Like, the salaries would go down to make more room for more people to be doctors and da 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 like they make so much money because very few people actually do it so shut your mouth damn but to the people who want to know basically philosophy as explained by as explained by a philosophy major philosophy is basically constructing arguments i have learned through taking philosophy classes that sometimes like pre-law students or I don't know if law students but pre-law students sometimes have to take like one one, I'm pretty sure just one philosophy class or something because philosophy you are learning how to construct a good argument because you ask a good question 
you give your answer to that question and then you break down, okay, what's the counter argument to the answer of this question? What's your response to this counter argument? And you're just learning to do that over and over and over again. And you realize that no, no question actually has an, there is so many things in philosophy that don't have answers because you can continue going down this rabbit hole of but here's another counter argument for this argument forever and ever and ever. But it's not just counter arguments on like, how big is the sun? No, we're asking things like, how do you explain personal identity? Some people would say personal identity is your soul. Okay, but scientifically, there's no place in the body. There's no physical thing to say like, this is your soul, right? So what makes up your personal identity that makes it personal to you or what is time is time just a construct or like how do we explain time because we all need time to function but what is time what is morals like it's stuff like that and you realize how many things like are basically made up for our survival like we need time to understand that everyone needs to be here at 6 p.m because we couldn't be like everyone get here when the sun is only three quarters above this tree because you're gonna everyone's gonna show up at different hours of the day you know so we need time or we need morals to understand what's right and what's good morals out also made up make up our justice system right like we all say well, not all of us, which is another part of philosophy, a majority of us will say it's morally wrong to kill a person. But then there's other people out here who literally don't understand that. Their brain literally doesn't comprehend that. So they're like, what's actually wrong about killing someone? I killed someone because I wanted to kill someone. I just wanted to know what it felt like. And then we have them diagnosed as like psychopaths and stuff. So it's just like, it's all of these things. It's all of these questions. And so philosophy is basically trying to understand how to make up how to form arguments and what are the best arguments and all of this and for those who are like so what the hell do you do with a philosophy degree i have looked it up and actually even in class i've learned this a lot of philosophy like the way we break down philosophy especially the like the philosophy of logic is actually what makes up a lot of computer programs so a lot of philosophers are either, um, well, a lot of philosophers, it actually is a good pay, babes. I looked it up. The median pay for people with a philosophy, with a bachelor's in philosophy is $150,000. Like that is the median. And it's because they go into computer analytics because the philosophy of logic is what makes up our basic computer coding. Like we are literally using math equations to explain what it means to say that some that this this block B is bigger than block C, but is two meters behind block D. Like we use actual math equations with letters. There is it's letters and words in our math equations. And that literally makes up code. That makes up computer code. And so a lot of philosophers are actually in the technology world and doing computer analysis and data inputs and all of that. And they're doing like the basic statistical stuff. And then um, there's other philosophers who go into like screenwriting and like entertainment because look at Terminator. Terminator is all based around time and time traveling and all this stuff. Is it Terminator? 
I don't remember. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've only seen one Terminator movie, and it was so long ago. I mean, I was a baby when I saw this, so I honestly don't remember. But the only reason why I say that is because I actually had to read um, <laughs> a philosophical journal published by some big person in the philosophy world who literally starts bringing up examples using the Terminator, and you see that a lot in philosoph in philosophical journals. Like actual people who are studying philosophy who do this for their careers, they literally use movies and stupid, <laughs> stupid, dumb examples to prove their point. Because in philosophy, you don't need stuff that are tangible. Philosophy is usually studying the untangible. And so I literally read something that literally had to do with like, so what happens if you split the brain and the brain became too, this was under the personal identity section in metaphysics. So what happens if you split the brain in half, you put, because this person has cancer, and so, like, you need to separate the brain, and you put the left the left hemisphere of the brain into this body and the right hemisphere of the brain into another body, because that was the only way they survived, and now this person's brain, because we would say our personal identity is stored in the brain and what makes up our neurons, now this person has two halves of their brains in two different bodies. Which one's the original person? Like, how do you track that? Because now Phil's brain is in two separate functioning bodies. But how do you say which ones actually Phil if they walk, talk, and speak like Phil? So that's, <laughs> that's the examples I'm talking about. And so it's so weird. And so I have genuinely been loving philosophy because I get to study things like love and friendship and justice. A lot of Aristotle, a lot of Plato, a lot of what was the most recent one I read? Krant? Oh my God. And bro, when I tell you sometimes I'd be reading the chapters of these people's books and I'm like, they're not even speaking English anymore. Like I'll literally read an entire chapter and be like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I have no idea what the hell I just read because it is so hard to understand unless you get like the basic foundations of philosophy. And sometimes my professors don't care and they just be running through the six with their woes. And I'm like, babes, I was not one of your woes. I got left in the seven. Like what? <laughs> not even in the seven, babes. I got left in number five. Like what? You went running through the six. I was trying to find the six in the first place. Like, what are you talking about? What are we talking about? So philosophy is really just understanding hard, untangible concepts, using it. And philosophy is literally, like I said earlier, is how we make up computer code, like modern day computer code, which is actually really cool to learn. So there's actually a lot you can do with philosophy. And I have to say that to all my philosophy majors out there who felt like they picked philosophy because they were kind of lost in life and didn't know what the hell they were doing, a.k.a. me. But I also there was something in me who also knew that like, I would love philosophy, especially when I was going through this spiritual awakening in my life. And I was trying to understand a lot of concepts like God and religion because I grew up in a very religious household, but to the point that it was toxic and like so many things would be explained away using God. And, you know, in the when someone's trying to explain something using God, it's basically like, you can't say anything because like God is the ultimatum. God's the top creator. And so it literally be like, oh, I can't go to church today. I'm sick. I'm throwing up. I'm vomiting. And it's like, wow. So you're choosing to stay in bed over God. Like if you had to go to school, you would go to school, but you're ignoring God today. And it's like, I would have to go to school because there's literally negative consequences. If I don't go to school, even though I'm sick, I'm choosing to not go to church. I'm pretty sure God would understand. And then it's well, actually, your religion says if you don't go to church at least once a week, typically on Sundays, then you're going to hell. 
okay, then I'll go pole dance with Satan. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> so, like, that was kind of my background. And so, I don't know. I just wanted more understanding of religion, which laid, led me down, like, a philosophical loophole on YouTube. And so, when I realized that it's time for me to change my major, because animal science is not doing it for me, and it's really horrible, horrible and terrible to, like, say that I'm still going to vet school just because it's expect like I've been saying that since I was like so small the first like people kind of chose that for me at a very young age because of how much I loved animals and I love science and like when I was little I was like I'm gonna be a scientist one day I'm gonna be a scientist I'm gonna be a scientist because I thought science was cool and then I got to college and I realized science is not doing really fun cool experiments in the lab you're actually testing very boring things like how much oxygen does a spinach leaf pull in? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I mean, we care. I mean, it's that's actually information that we use for other things in life. But I was like, I don't care. These are not the science experiments that I thought I'd be able to do. Like, my favorite thing was chemistry. In high school, I was in AP chemistry, and then I just dropped down to, like, pre-AP chemistry because I was like, I looked up my degree plan for animal science, and I did not. I could not use my AP chemistry credit, even if I got a good score on the test. Just because they say, like, their chemistry, like, Chem 102 was so hard that they don't want people coming in with AP chem credit because that's Chem 101. And if you jump right into Chem 102 without understanding Chem 1, like, without taking chemistry at a college level, it's going to fuck you up. And a lot of people end up falling behind. So... It was my favorite thing to go to the labs and dissect and look at different things. And so I was, I'm like, I love medicine. I truly have a love for medicine and understanding the body. It's such a big, important aspect. And so I was like, yeah, like, this is what I want to do. But I always knew I didn't want to be like an actual doctor in hospitals because one, fuck them hours. Two, I will not handle sick people. Are you are you kidding me? I'm so grumpy when I'm sick. Let me meet someone who's just as grumpy as me when I'm when they're sick. Mm mm. Mm-mm. I'll be damned if I have to clean poop off a table. I'll be damned if I got to clean pee off a table. I, like All of that, I was like, nah, nah. There is no wing in the hospital that I would comfortably, happily be in ever, ever in the medical field. So I was like, I'll be a vet because I could truly be happy cleaning up dog poop and pee all day. Dog vomit, dogs pooping out tapeworms and eating it back and then vomiting. The, I didn't care would not care they're animals babes they can't do anything better they don't talk back which was the whole reason why i was like medicine but make it animals and after a while i was just like dude this is so boring and the only way to like make real good money you're doing the same if not more work as a vet with half the pay of like an actual doctor just because people would pay all the money in the world to make sure them and their loved ones are healthy but they're not they're not going to pay all the money in the world to make sure their pets are healthy because we all know the inevitable is our pets are going to die before us so that's why vets don't get paid as much unless you're like the top highest portion of vet da 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 and I was like okay that's really cool and I could do that but I still don't like that paycheck and I don't actually want to do all that work that came with it so I was like girl it's time to pick something else and so yeah my spiritual journey led me down philosophy and it was the best decision I made in my life and for a big portion of my life I thought it was a mistake I just had a big portion of my life, the, the like the beginning stages, like a big part of like the beginning stages, the first year of me starting to take philosophy classes, actually changing my major and whatnot. Like I thought it was the biggest mistake of my life. People made it seem like it was a mistake because for some reason when I had just changed majors, 
like some people just be like you're studying to be a doctor right and i'm like no i changed the philosophy and like the nasty opinions that people would just give me and it's like dude you can't tell people to be themselves and then when they be themselves you're mad that like them being themselves is them not being like other people like get out my face because my other thing was like a lot of people who are studying to be doctors and engineers computer analysts computer engineers all of that i kept seeing this over and over a lot of them are doing it because they chose it thinking because people told them it'll make a lot of money you'll have fun you're smart you can do it and then they're doing it and they're like i hate this i hate every second of this i'm so pissed off that i can't do something else more exciting more fun strictly because it doesn't make as much money and my family won't support me because it doesn't make as much money and so i like i almost felt like one of the lucky ones who lucked out and actually got to choose something that i actually want to do even though i have no idea what it's going to look like what this path looks like because this is not a heavily traveled road you're not walking around meeting philosophy majors every day on the street you know and who knows who i have no idea what the future looks like but based off of my classes and based off of what i'm doing i'm stupid excited to do it and not to mention i also have this podcast which i love and i low-key hate myself and sometimes need to humble myself because success is not just an upward climb success is more like a roller coaster or a bowl of noodles you got ups you got downs you got loop-de-loops and pool and then your shoes are looking cool that is what success look like but what success actually looks like but in the end even through all that mess you're still slowly going upwards even if that means taking steps back an entire year (laughs) and then running forward and then smacking your face into a wall you know that's what success looks like and so like when I'm just looking at my podcast downloads I'm like yes like my highest day highest number of downloads I've gotten in a day is 998 right my downloads have dropped back down to 500 to 800 downloads in one day and when I tell y'all I am pressed I am like oh my god like my podcast is not going to be anything it's not going to be where I want it to be like I'm not going to be able to live my influence I'm like girl shut up shut up you used to be crying about 12 downloads in a day and that's like that's downloads where you're like yeah this is nothing but a hobby you can't do anything like sit back down now I'm getting accepted on podcast payment platforms i won't gatekeep it it's called advertise cast if you're someone who wants to be a podcaster or you are a podcaster and you're looking to monetize because if you're like me your sponsorship got taken away and you're not big enough to have sponsorships flying at you and so you have to go out there and actually seek for it advertise cast learn it from another podcaster who makes two grand a month and i was like (gasps) i want to be like you but just from podcasting strictly from podcasting And so, um, yeah, and I literally just got accepted on that platform. And there's some really big podcast names on advertised casts who are getting paid through. And I was just like, like, it's stuff like that that's crazy. And yeah, for real, your brain really does come back to neutral (laughs) after going through some big things. Sometimes I sound like goofy when I laugh. We ain't going to talk about it, though. We might. It's a podcast. We could talk about anything. But yeah, so... I'm humbling myself. I'm learning that girl. Girl, it's okay. Like the fact that I'm getting 500 to 800 downloads, roughly, like that's typically what a day looks like. I don't, 
I'm pretty sure I can still go below 500. Don't get me wrong. I'm not that big. You know, people aren't looking for the Distract Me Please name. They just kind of come across it. They hear it. They realize it's fun. They want to stay because it's a party. Hey, bars. I'm a rapper now. But yeah. So that's honestly all the life updates I got. That was my cute little chill episode. Thank you so much for chilling with me. Oh, my God. We'll throw it somewhere while I'm editing this because I literally have to stop recording, eat, come back, edit this. Should I go get some chai tea and espresso? I probably shouldn't. I still have a lot of pre-workout in me. If anything, I'm just going to get myself some tea. Yeah, tea is enough caffeine because I already have so much caffeine coursing through my veins. And babes, the way my anxiety has been looking, it's not cute. Anyways, follow me on the socials. Follow this podcast. Subscribe, y'all. Help me become one of the biggest mother effing podcasters out there because that is truly a dream. And I I just want to do nothing but explore the... I don't know what we're exploring, okay, babes? I am not Christopher Columbus, nor would I ever want to be Christopher Columbus because he opened up the world to a global slave trade. <sighs> yeah, I had to talk about that in my philosophy class because um, we actually had to talk about if what Christopher Columbus did was valid or not through a philosophical standpoint because he opened up the world to a global economy because he was able to connect the world through overseas you know ships and whatnot and was the first person to like come over here and actually like open the world up but in opening up a global economy which allowed you know nations because america was literally built on slavery like slavery is the reason why our economy went boom and why we're one of the richest countries there are one of okay we're not the top but we're one of i think we're number eight on the scale of richest countries in the world we're a developed country because of it but at the same time he opened up a global slave trade and opened up people getting land stolen from them he caused slaves to be taken from their homelands he caused so much hurt for non white angelo people so like did he do something good or was it bad you know it was all of this and we actually have to talk about it in philosophy um f christopher columbus with my chest bro f him because my argument we literally had to write an essay about it and my essay was basically like he probably helped speed it up but at the end of the day like we still given it time we still would have found a way to connect to others because that's all human wants to do all that's all humans are wired to do they're wired for human connection but he did it in a horrible horrible way so honestly with enough time we would have found a way to get overseas we would have found a way to find more people we would have found a way to connect and we would have made our own global economy without all the slaughtering and yeah so there's that and that's my little two cents on that anyways i'll see y'all wednesday hopefully wednesday hopefully this is up by sunday y'all Let's, let's someone meditate someone send me good vibes so i can make sure this podcast is up because now i have an hour and 12 minutes worth of content to go through and <gasps> i don't want to do it anyways peace i'm gonna go eat eh, and start editing eh, and um i love you who starts a conversation like that nobody but i do but i'm ending this one peace